It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On BYU, your daily BYU Cougars podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey everybody, this is Locked On BYU. My name is Jay Catch, your host of the podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where of course we're your team every day, meaning the BYU Cougars for you every day, all of the news you need to know. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast. Hopefully you guys are enjoying it. I'm going to start off the show today by asking you guys to continue to share it with your family and friends. Please let me know if you have suggestions as well. You can follow us on Twitter. Show Twitter feed is at LockedOnBYU. My personal Twitter feed is at Jacob C. Hatch. Thank you to each and every one of you who have reached out over the past few weeks as we've gotten this thing going, expressing your interest and enthusiasm for the podcast. It's a blast to bring it to you and hopefully we'll be doing this for a long time all right guys uh byu getting ready to face number six wisconsin this saturday big time showdown there in madison for the cougars of course not a lot of faith in BYU with the odds makers currently listing byu as a three touchdown underdog and let's be real Based on BYU's play against Cal in particular, I completely understand why that spread is so massive. Um, We'll do more of an in-depth preview on Friday's show for you. We'll talk about that, get some of the thoughts from BYU players and coaches on the game as well that we've been playing earlier in the week, get a more focused look at who the Badgers are, what they like to do and what I expect from the game. Today's show is going to be focused a little bit more on what um, the the perspective Wisconsin has on this game. Head coach Paul Christ talked on the Big Ten Coaches Conference media call earlier this week about BYU. I talked about some of his some of his players and the thought that Kalani Satake and the Cougars are trying to emulate what the Badgers have built there in Madison. We'll get to some of those comments here in this first segment. In the second segment, a guy that in the preseason I talked a lot about as being a breakout star for BYU, and he's done that to this point, is junior safety Austin Lee. I, along with some of the other media, was down at practice yesterday and had a chance to catch up with Lee after practice. We'll play his comments about his play so far this season, get his thoughts on Wisconsin, and also a little bit about his background with the transfer from Utah and if his family, who his father played at Utah, if they've converted to wearing the blue. So we'll talk about that coming up in the second segment. We'll even get some thoughts from his defensive coordinator, Elisa Tuiaki, on the play of Austin Lee. So that's all coming up in the second segment. And then the third segment, got to track down what's going on with the NFL guys in terms of former Cougars in the pros. So that'll be coming up in the third segment. It'll be a weekly feature here on the podcast throughout the NFL season. So we'll keep you updated on how those guys are performing each and every week in the NFL. 
Once again, thanks for downloading the podcast. It's a blast to bring it to you. Without further ado now, though, let's break in to what Paul Christ had to say. Jay Drew, good friend of uh, the podcast, he was on the Big Ten Conference media call, asked a couple of questions of Paul Christ, and I wanted to play Coach Christ's response to these questions. Jay asked him first off, because Kalani Satake, if you listen to the podcast on Monday, was very complimentary of Wisconsin. He said that the Cougars would like to emulate what Wisconsin has built, and Jay Drew wrote a fantastic column on some of the comments from Coach Christ and Satake comparing BYU and Wisconsin. Of course, Gary Anderson, the former head coach at Wisconsin, was a guy that had a lot of had a lot to say when he left Madison, and one of them was about the academics. A lot of people have complained about academics in Provo being an issue for BYU football, a hurdle for the program to overcome. Paul Chris obviously has done that. He's built a top 10 college football program with stringent academic it, uh, requirements for guys to get into school. He's built, uh, like I said, a great football program all in all. So here was his response when Jay Drew asked him about Kalani Satake wanting to build a program in the same vein as Wisconsin and also how to kind of go about doing that. So here's Wisconsin head coach Paul Christ earlier this week. You know, that, there's there's a lot to it. And um, I mean, the, the foundation is, um, I'd argue, has always been, you know, good players that that care and I think there's been over the years a number of really good coaches I'm not just talking about you know throughout the the staff and and um you know I think that we've certainly um you know I haven't been a part of it all but you know certainly have a, a belief in what's best for Wisconsin you know and kind of those are fundamental foundation pieces and then I think you know, there's also been, um, you know, change depending on whether, you know, who the players are or, or um, you know, schematics that, that fit them. So, you know, it's not like uh, we've just stayed status quo. And, and I think that it's, it's, there's got to be a, you know, we talk all the time, you know, the magic is in the players and it's trying to play good football. And, and so... Um, I don't know. That's that's a great answer, but that's what I believe is that just you, know, you got to stand for something, and and then each year it's a, it's a new opportunity to to you know for some to build on what they've done and others to to start that, and and it's kind of a fun work in progress all the time. There you go, Wisconsin head coach Paul Christ says the foundation it was laid years and years ago. Barry Alvarez, who is now the athletic director there in Madison, of course, built that up from the ground up, and they've carried it on. Brett Bielema did a good job with it. Gary Anderson, even in his short stint there, continued it on, and Paul Christ obviously has just built it into a machine, and it looks like it has no signs of slowing down anytime soon. Coach Chris also was asked specifically about facing BYU, and he was very complimentary of the Cougars, um, saying watching him on the film, he was very impressed. So Jay Drew also asked this question of him. So here's his response when asked about BYU specifically after a 40-6 to win a year ago in Provo, what Coach Chris expects from the Cougars this year. You look at how they played you know, these two years, and you know, you know last year when we were getting ready, you know, they had some... You know the quarterback situation was 
was not the same and and you know we got a number of players back and um you know when you watch the film of the first two games that grabs you know not only coaches but our players attention and we know we've got to have a good week of preparation and and know it's going to be a, a heck of a ball game. There you go, Paul Christ on BYU specifically, what he expects from the Cougars as they go about things this week. Going to be an interesting game. That's that's all I know for sure. I'm still expecting a Wisconsin win. Uh, and the psyche of BYU right now could go one of two ways. Everything we have heard about the Cougars, um, from the Cougars about themselves, is they're staying motivated, they're staying upbeat, but we'll see how it all plays out. All right, we'll take a time out here. We'll come back. Austin Lee is up next. BYU junior safety will probably have a big role to play in this game coming up on Saturday. But real quick before we get to that, it's crunch time for fantasy football, and the Locked On Podcast Network is delivering for you, the fans. Locked On has a brand new fantasy football show called Locked On Fantasy Football 20. 24-7. Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 gives you the latest trends, hot roster moves, and where to get the advantage, plus Ethan Turner, the injury expert, gives you the edge. Locked On Fantasy Football 24-7 is here to help you win your league. Check that out. Stay tuned. Austin Lee's coming up next, along with some thoughts from Elisa Tuiaki about Lee himself. That's all coming up right here on Locked On BYU. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Guys, working in the podcast sphere as well as the media sphere of things when it comes to sports, I have a lot of people ask me for advice. A lot of times it's questions of what teams to bet on. But honestly, I don't know who's going to win games. But if you think you know, you should check out my guys at my bookie. Remember, who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. That's why I tell people to check out my bookie. Trust me, guys, they are your best bet this season. My bookie features the most rewarding player perks in the business. They've got live in-game betting and also for fans. Fantasy fans out there, you can even bet over under on how many fantasy points a player is going to score in each game. It only adds to the excitement of watching the sports you're already watching. Join now and MyBookie will match your deposit dollar for dollar up to $1,000. Use promo code ONCOLLEGE to activate this offer. Visit MyBookie today online. That's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E. And don't forget to use that promo code ONCOLLEGE when creating your account to claim the bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. Check out my guys at my bookie. You are locked on BYU, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Welcome on back. This is Locked On BYU, your daily source for all things BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and we're proud to be part of the number one source of daily local podcasts anywhere in the United States. So check out all the other podcasts here on the network. If you have a team that you're interested in, they likely have a show for you. Of course, we're covering the Cougars here. My name is Jay Catch, covering BYU for the Zone Sports Network as well as this podcast. 
mentioned before the break, we were going to talk about Austin Lee here. So I wanted to get to some of his comments. He spoke with the media yesterday, myself included, who were on hand at practice. I talked to him about his early play this season through two games, got his thoughts on Wisconsin, and even talked a little bit about his transfer saga, of course, being a former Utah player who transferred to BYU after um, finishing his his two-year degree at Salt Lake Community College in between the two schools. So he's had a great year. I thought he was going to be a breakout star in the preseason, and that's exactly what he has done. So without further ado, this is Austin Lee, BYU junior safety, with the media as well as myself, Jay Catch, yesterday after practice in Provo. How do you feel like you personally played? Um, personally, I feel like I've done pretty well. Uh, the safety group, you know, we're all pretty close, and uh, it's just a matter of being disciplined as a group. It's a matter of um, being able to communicate, and I feel like for the most part, we're trying to communicate well, and I feel like we've done well. So it's just you know, day in day out, you got to make sure you're doing that at practice, so that by game time, you're ready to improve. Is this kind of what you envision when you transferred to BYU? starting your junior year moving into a starting role and kind of I mean yeah I mean I I wanted to obviously come in and compete compete right away and try to earn a spot and so whatever I was able to do to help the team is is what I could do so you know I came in that first year and um, being away from the game was a little bit harder coming in make transitions but uh, I was able to you know make make an impact in certain ways special teams and uh, dealing with things like that, so uh, it's what it's what I envision. Obviously, I, I want to come in and compete, and I'm a competitor, and it's fun to have a competitive environment with it, with our group, especially. So. Three man rotation. Do you guys find it interchangeable? Whoever's on the field, you guys can play either spot at safety. Yeah, I mean, uh, it, it, they're pretty similar. Uh, it's just a field and a boundary side. Um, you do very similar things, and. Both safeties have to be very aware of what they're calling to each side of the field. So um, both of them know, you know, strong safety, both of them know free safety. And so, um, yeah, I feel, I feel like we've done very well at being able to play both and re- rotating that way. So, What percentage of the plays, defensive plays, have you been in, would you say? How many? Or? Um, honestly, I think, I think it's pretty even. We're all pretty even. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just two, depends. Two-thirds of the Yeah, plays? about two-thirds. Mm-hmm. So... Just depends on uh, personnel, obviously, who the coaches feel comfortable with, and um, you know the plays and what they're expecting and hoping to, to you know, counter. So. Wisconsin was one of your breakout games a year ago. What do you remember from that game? From from last Wisconsin last year. last year. Yeah. Uh, shoot, they're they're a tough team. Uh, they they wear teams out and they're physical and you know they they know what they're gonna do and they're gonna. They're just going to come right at you. They're physical. And I think it's just a matter of being able to stay in it all four quarters. You know, you can't come in and play halftime well. You know, game doesn't end at halftime, so you've got to go uh, first quarter to the end of the game, you know, bringing the energy. So that's what's just the focus on this week is being able to bring the energy day one and bring it the next day, the next day, the next day, and be able to compete the whole practice. Is there a little added juice taking on the number six team in the country? I mean, does that add, how much does that add? Oh, that's fine. You know, we, we don't back down from anybody. So we're excited, you know, the number six team in the country. And it, it makes you it makes you happy because you just get to compete against the best where you're at. Um, we know we have a physical team. We know that we're we're confident with the scheme and our coaches. And um, we're going to 
we're going to go out and execute. So They're known so well for that power run game, running it up the middle and power backs and all that stuff, but they broke out that pass game against you guys. Is that kind of the danger of them as a rushing team is they can then kind of lure you to sleep with the pass with the passing attack as well? Yeah, I mean, that's we've got to be disciplined with our eyes. We talk about it. Is, um, you know, they can lure you to sleep. You know, run, run, run. They've got such amazing backs, but you also got to respect the throw because they got a great quarterback they got great receiving threats and so yeah you just you just can't fall asleep because they're they're so dynamic and they're so physical when we first talked to you when you first got here that you were saying you kind of came from a Ute family and your parents I think your dad played for the Utes didn't he or he baseball? played baseball yeah. uh-huh, early in his career how's that going are they switched over yet or are they yeah still? I mean yeah my my parents are very supportive uh-huh. um I'm married as well and uh, a lot of that that side of the family comes from Utah County. They've they've been big Y fans, and so it, it's it's fun, you know. And it, it's just been a blessing that you know they don't care just because they played fo- baseball at Utah or football, and so they they're very supportive of me. There you go, Austin Lee. Thank you to him for taking the time to speak with the media. Cool to see his family's kind of converted to being BYU fans. And speaking of his immediate family, it sounds like the in-laws were already Cougar fans. So it's always kind of an interesting story when you have players transfer between the two schools. Of course, uh, Francis Bernard doing kind of the opposite, going from BYU to Utah just this past offseason. It's always kind of an interesting story to see how the parents respond to it. So thank you to him for taking the time. The media also spoke with BYU defensive coordinator Elisa Tuiaki yesterday, and the question was asked, I believe Jay Drew asked the question, about Austin Lee and his play so far this season. And this is what Coach Satake, not Satake, Coach Tuiaki had to say about Austin Lee's play. Austin's doing well, you know. Yeah, Austin's playing really well. I've, I've, I've loved the way that he's played this year. Um, you know, as we're slowly getting Troy back, back in form, um, Austin, Austin's been great for us, and I think the switch from Diane's been really, really good. There you go, Elisa Tuiaki talking about Austin Lee. You can tell he's been impressed by this young man, and I've been impressed with him as well. He'll play a big role in this game on Saturday. Austin had four tackles against the Badgers a year ago. I'm guessing he'll likely exceed that number in the game on Saturday, barring something unforeseen like an injury, but we're not wishing anything like that. Um, one note I also wanted to take away from uh, Coach Tuiaki's comments yesterday is he also talked about Troy Warner. Of course, Warner coming off a Liz Frank injury, which are notoriously hard to heal up from completely. Taysom Hill has had one. Moroni Laulu Pututau also has had one in recent years. Uh, Troy has battled his way back onto the field. But here's Coach Tuiaki's comments about Troy Warner and what they're doing to get him back to full speed. Is Troy just a matter of just load in terms of getting his foot back into full? Yeah, yeah, I think that's honest assessment. He, uh, it's nothing mentally about the game or anything. It's really just about feeling confident about about running back. You know, and, and those type of injuries, that type of surgery, some guys take a full year, some guys come back a little bit sooner. So it's hard to tell. We don't want to press him. You know, we don't want to break him. But at the same time, he feels ready, and so we want to kind of give him reps slowly as he comes as he starts to come back. There you go, Elisa Tuiaki on Troy Warner. They're playing it smart. They said, like he said, they don't want to break him. And that's smart. They need to keep him healthy. Troy Warner's an NFL talent. 
He's likely going to be a safety at the NFL level, and that's why the coaches decided to make the move and put him there. And the good part is they have kids like Austin Lee and Dion Gunwoluk who, who can carry the load early on in this part of the season as he gets back up to full speed with that foot, learning to trust it again and make sure it's 100% healthy. So good to hear that they are working Troy back in, but he's also been playing relatively well, I've thought. There have been moments I felt like he's been slowed by that foot and when you watch the film when he's on the field. But for the most part, he's been out there and he's been doing his absolute best. And the good news is the coaching staff has got his back to make sure he's healthy. All right, we'll take a second time out here. We'll come back. We got to talk about former Cougars in the pros. Speaking of the NFL, we also have an NBA note we need to note as well with a former Cougar who is getting a new opportunity in the NBA. So that's all coming up right here on Locked On BYU. But before we go, I need to remind you guys that the Locked On Podcast Network continues to expand. Last week they added Locked On Wolverines, Locked On Buckeyes, and the Locked On Seminoles podcast covering Michigan, Ohio State, and Florida State, respectively. Of course, already covering teams like like the Ducks, Nittany Lions, Bears, Crimson Tide, Wildcats, Razorbacks, Volunteers, and of course, what you're listening to right here with the BYU Cougars. Check out those college shows on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. All right, more BYU for you coming up next. This is Locked on BYU. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. I want to take a minute and talk to you guys about FanDuel here. Of course, FanDuel, the daily leader in fantasy sports. They have great programs and contests for you to win money, but they're adding even more this year in 2018. And I wanted to speak to you about a couple of those right now. First one up, I want to talk about the Guru tool that they've added. They've added this to help you build smarter lineups when it makes when it comes to their daily fantasy leagues. You can be confident you're putting the best team on the field. It's a responsive, wizard-like draft experience that makes recommendations for you and provides tips as you draft your teams based on who you're picking. Check that out. It's here to help you out. Also, if you want to play FanDuel with your friends, they have that opportunity to do so and they've only enhanced it. They've reworked the friends capabilities to make it easier to include ways to invite people, make it a more accessible way to start a head-to-head contest, and even better product integration so you can track how you are doing overall. And finally, I want to speak to you guys about Beat the Score. It's a brand new contest where instead of having to come in in a top place amongst a sea of competitors to win you have to beat a preset score and you win anyone who beats that score wins money super simple i want you guys to check all that out and of course go to fanduel.com and use the promo code locked on that's fanduel.com slash locked on new users to fanduel get a 20 dollars bonus when they make their first deposit on fanduel come play with me and everyone else at fanduel.com slash locked on Locked on BYU, your team every day. 
And we're back right here on Locked On BYU. Thank you so much for taking the time to download the podcast today. Each and every day, you guys continue to astound with the numbers of downloads we're seeing. And it just goes to show the faith that the Locked On Podcast Network put into our listeners in terms of BYU fans was not unfounded. So thank you to all of you who have downloaded the podcast and have supported this venture so far. All right, of course, the NFL week season week one is in the books. NFL season week one, let's get that out of my mouth correctly, is in the books. Seven former Cougars played this past weekend in the NFL, and we'll be updating you guys each week on how these guys perform. Of course, this information, I got to give thanks to two different gentlemen that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, and well, one of them in particular, he kind of is all the information for me, is Brandon Judd at the Deseret News. He does an incredible job. He tracks all of the locals in terms of colleges for in the state of Utah and even guys who played high school ball who have made may have gone to college elsewhere and he tracks all that information so a big ups to him on the help with this information so let's get to it talk about the guys who played this weekend we'll start off with the Monday night game Ezekiel Ziggy Ansaw a defensive end for Detroit signed a massive deal with the franchise tag in the offseason um, he started out solid in the fr- Monday night game against the Jets in which the Jets absolutely demolished Detroit, but he recorded three solo tackles, one assisted tackle for four tackles solo, uh, four tackles in all. He had one sack and then one tackle for loss and one QB hit. He did it all in about a quarter and a half, then left the game with a shoulder injury and his status is as yet undetermined. So we'll see how that shakes out for him. Also, Michael Davis in Los Angeles for the Chargers came on as a substitute. He played mainly special teams in the game, but he recorded no stats. It's good to see Michael Davis living his dream. He was a guy that was a little bit of an afterthought as he tried to get make it in the NFL, but the fact that he's on an opening day roster... It's an awesome, awesome accomplishment for him. Another special teams ace is John Denny. Of course, the longtime long snapper for the Miami Dolphins. He continued on with that. He played in his 209th consecutive game, which is the longest active streak in the NFL. Had no stats in terms of tackles, etc. And also none of those bad snaps that, of course, would get his name in the headlines. So congratulations to John Denny. 209 straight games, and he continues on making money in the NFL. Great to see that. Taysom Hill, the quarterback in New Orleans with the Saints, came on in as a substitute. They ran a wildcat of RPO with him that scored a touchdown on it. Um, it was a handoff that got that was scored on. He played 29 snaps on special teams, which is absolutely awesome. Taysom is all over the field when it comes to special teams, kickoff cover, punt cover, all those different teams. So good to see him doing that. And of course, getting the handoff for the touchdown was a big move for him there. All right, last couple of guys for you to cover here. Kyle Van Noy, the linebacker in New England. He started for the Patriots in their win over Houston. He had three total tackles, one of them solo, and then a tackle for loss in the game. He played 49 total snaps on defense, seven more on special teams. Van Noy's carved out quite the niche for himself there with Bill Belichick, and it looks like he's off and rolling, and he's going to he's gonna have a great year again this year. Jamal Williams, starting running back in Green Bay in their win over Chicago on Sunday night. He ran 15 times as the starting running back for 47 yards, also targeted twice for on passes, no receptions though. 
But Jamal getting the start as a running back, he proved himself late in the season last year, and he's off to a solid start this year. And then last but not least, the big star of the weekend when it comes to BYU guys in the pros was Fred Warner. He started at middle linebacker for the for the San Francisco 49ers in their loss to Minnesota. Of course, he was replacing the star middle linebacker for them, Reuben Foster, who is suspended, but Fred Warner is going to earn himself some extra time even when Foster comes back. 12 total tackles, 11 of them solo, 9 of those coming in the first half, 1 tackle for loss, a QB hit, a pass breakup, and 1 forced fumble. Oh yeah, anything else? No, he played every snap on defense for the Niners in that win, calling the plays with the headset in his helmet. So Fred Warner, third round draft pick that the Niners, I guess, some of the stories coming out of San Francisco, San Francisco were questioning why he was picked up by the team um, when they had Reuben Foster, etc. But they're sure happy they've got him now because that was absolutely awesome to see. I won't lie to you guys. Anybody who follows me on Twitter knows I am a San Francisco 49er fan. I have been one since Joe Montana, Jerry Rice, Steve Young the glory years, if you want to call them that. And it's cool to see another BYU Cougar suiting up for the Niners and Fred Warner doing it in a big way, 12 total tackles. So hats off to Fred Warner for quite the debut as a rookie. Hopefully he'll have many more of those showings in coming weeks. And of course, we'll be updating you guys on this each and every week, letting you know which guys are standing out in the pros when it comes to the NFL. And of course, if other guys sign, etc., we'll keep you updated on that. I know Daniel Sorensen is out there with Kansas City. He is on injured reserve, but he's on the injured reserve with declaration to return. He won't return until mid-season at the earliest, so we'll keep you updated on where guys sign, etc. as well. Should be a fun feature to the to the podcast. So thank you so much for downloading the podcast today once again. It's been a pleasure to bring it to you guys. Hopefully you guys enjoy it half as much as I enjoy bringing it to you. And please continue to rate and subscribe and review and all those things I always ask you to do. Subscribe to the podcast, rate and review it. It helps get the word out in terms of the algorithms that the podcatchers use to pump the show. So hopefully you guys can do that and help us out and also share it via word of mouth. Thanks again for downloading the podcast. We will be back tomorrow. Um, Some thoughts from BYU offensive players with practice with the offense availability on Wednesday. So the Thursday show will be more focused on players there and some of the comments from them until then hopefully you guys are having a great day this has been locked on byu for september 12th 2018Listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.